Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Puma Podcast. Hello, I'm Ted Teng, human rights lawyer, criminal law professor, and host of the podcast, Teng Talks. You're listening to Teka Teka Ted, the legal commentary segment of Teka Teka News, where we answer questions about the law and government. In this episode, we ask, after Larry Gadon's disbarment, who's next? Hoy, Raisa Robles, p*** ng ina mong h*** ka p*** ina mo. Anong pinagsasabi mo hindi nagbayad si BBM ng taxes? May certification yan galing sa BIR. P*** ina mo! H*** ka p*** ina mo, Raisa Robles. Magpaka ka sa aso. P*** ina mo. H*** ka p*** ina mo. Mga p***! Mga p***! Maliwanag ikaw, p***! ina mo ka! ina mo! That was disbarred lawyer Larry Gadon. Recently, the Supreme Court disbarred Larry Gadon for uttering misogynistic, profane, and abusive remarks against journalist Raisa Robles. Now, many will remember Mr. Gadon as a losing candidate in the last elections. The complainant in the impeachment case filed against former Chief Justice Maria Lourdes Sereno and essentially as a gadfly of sorts. Just shortly before his disbarment, he had been appointed as an advisor to the president on poverty alleviation. In the Supreme Court's resolution, as summarized by the Public Information Office, we are told that by a unanimous vote of 15 to 0, the Supreme Court unbanked resolved to disbar attorney Lorenzo Larry Gadon for the viral video clip where he repeatedly cursed and uttered profane remarks against journalist Raisa Robles. While he is not the first lawyer to be disbarred, Gadon's case attracted public attention because it was, well, him. And also because the news came almost as soon as his appointment was reported. But for lawyers, the news of his disbarment was also striking because it was done motu proprio or on the Supreme Court's own initiative. According to the Public Information Office, the court had motu proprio taken cognizance of the video clip and on that basis had earlier already preventively suspended him. What does it mean for a court to take motu proprio action? It means that the court acted even without a complainant, which by itself is significant because the courts are generally considered passive instruments that need to wait for a complaint to be filed before they can take action. As the apex of the judicial hierarchy, the Supreme Court, of course, can take motu proprio action in specific instances. This would include, among others, administrative lapses and reports of abuse in issuing processes like warrants. Under its power to punish for contempt, the courts can motu proprio sanction parties for direct contempt. 
The rules of court provide that the Supreme Court can moto proprio discipline lawyers and judges with a range of sanctions to include suspension and disbarment. In recent memory, the Supreme Court conducted a moto proprio inquiry into statements made by former Sandigan Bayan Justice Gregory Ong, which led to his dismissal from office. We're pausing for a quick break. When we return, we'll talk about the consequences of disbarment. What happens to a disbarred lawyer? He or she loses the privilege of practicing law as a profession. This includes appearing in court, giving legal advice in any form or manner, preparation and signing of pleadings and other legal documents, representation as a lawyer publicly, and the teaching of law. The disbarred lawyer cannot advertise himself or herself as a lawyer, cannot charge fees for services rendered as a lawyer. He or she loses the privilege to use those four letters before his name. A-T-T-Y. And for a nation that is obsessed with lawyers, that is a big deal. Have you ever wondered why we are so obsessed with lawyers? Many public officials are lawyers, even if many have not practiced law. Lawyers are often interviewed on the pressing issues of the day, even if many of these issues are not really legal in nature, thus creating the so-called quote-unquote legal luminaries. The bar exams are a national obsession. It is the only professional licensing exam whose results are breaking news. But maybe that is a podcast for another day. Back to disbarment. Is there a path back? In 2021, the Supreme Court laid down new clemency guidelines for reinstatement to the bar. According to the court, the disbarred lawyer can file a petition for judicial clemency not earlier than five years from the effective date of disbarment unless for the most compelling of reasons based on extraordinary circumstances the court allows a shorter period. Upon filing of the petition, the court shall conduct a preliminary evaluation to determine if the petition on its face has merit based on the following criteria. That the disbarred lawyer has fully complied with all terms and conditions of all prior disciplinary orders. The disbarred lawyer recognizes the wrongfulness and seriousness of the misconduct. That notwithstanding the conduct giving rise to the disbarment, the disbarred lawyer has the integrity and competence to resume practice of law. Should the petition be meritorious, the court shall refer the petition to the Office of the Bar Confident or any fact-finding body the court so designates to verify the details and authenticity of any statements and evidence attached to the petition. Should the petition be found to be on its face without merit, it shall be denied. A report shall then be made to the Supreme Court, which shall then decide. Is a disbarred lawyer also barred from government service? Not per se. A disbarred lawyer cannot hold a government position where the practice of law is an express and integral condition, such as, for instance, Secretary of Justice or Solicitor General. In other government posts that do not require membership in the bar as a prerequisite, 
disbarment will not affect the appointment. Whether it is wise to continue employing a disbarred lawyer in a government position that requires the highest degree of competence and integrity, of course, is a separate question altogether. Now the burning question, who's next? Mind you, Human Rights Commission. There is no law. There has to be a law. Do not keep on complaining about my mouth because my mouth is not the problem. It cannot, it cannot bring down a country. The motto proprio action by the Supreme Court on Gadon's case may be viewed as simply an exercise by the court of its power to discipline. But considering the reason and the grounds for the action it took, it begs the question. Gadon was not the only lawyer who had publicly and scandalously used misogynistic, sexist, intemperate, and abusive language. Why was Mr. Gadon the only one disciplined in this manner? Or is this a shot across the bow to lawyers? A warning to behave. Meron bang kasunod? Again, I'm Ted Te, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Franco Luna and edited by Pidoy Blanco. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka News and Puma Podcast on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Thanks for listening.